1: listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Hello and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com I hope you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Early in the fourth quarter, Suns, the 99-97 lead over the Knicks. Hope you had the over. Been a pretty (laughs) fun game so far. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I I get a bit of a hot take for you here, Mike. You know, the the Suns, you're talking about two teams that expected this year coming up. They had a lot of expectations, and the Suns clearly are still waiting for Bradley Beal to get healthy. He started tonight sure. and got hurt. He came down for a jumper on a Knicks player's foot and hit a free throw, and then exited the game. But you know, watching the Knicks tonight, and you know, it's not just tonight, but seeing how they've started so far this season. We're you know we're we're past the quarter pole here of the regular season, and the same I see the the same thing with the Knicks the last three years is that. They're a good team, and they've gotten to the point where we're a nice middle of the pack team in the Eastern Conference. And when you build teams, it was great, and I don't want to I don't want to complain too much because I know it was like when it was ten years of no sure, playoffs, of right? It was bad, yeah, yeah. But when you put the team together and you have talent, and Knicks have a lot of talent. They're kind of the same team. You know, I haven't seen a big any big evidence this year that they're suddenly going to rise up, and R.J. Barrett's going to take a big leap, or uh, Julius Randall gets back to being a, the big dominant player he was three years ago. Uh, you know, even though you know, look, he's having an okay game tonight, but still, I I feel like the Knicks have kind of plateaued. I think this version of the Knicks have plateaued. And if they're going to do anything, they need to make a move. They need to make that big Embiid-type trade. You if mean bringing go in Taj forward.
4: Gibson, bringing him back, wasn't going to oh, do yeah,
3: it? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, Taj, hey, what, what a great move that is, right? It's a, <laughs> yeah, watching, watching all the – all outside of Juan Soto, boy, New York teams are not making any moves. Uh, but, I, I mean, I feel like the Knicks have plateaued. And this is simply the Knicks team you're going to get, where there are a few games over 500. Maybe they can win the first round of the playoffs in a four-five matchup, but that's going to be it. And it's okay, and it's great. I mean, I like seeing the Knicks in the play. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I like seeing the Knicks in the playoffs. I like seeing things. It's good for the NBA. The Knicks win. But when you have to, when you go out and sign Jalen Brunson, you have guys coming off the bench that are pretty good, and you're paying guys like Josh Hart and Divincenzo, and and you're paying R.J. Barrett. It should be a little bit better than this, you know. When you're paying these guys this kind of money. It should be better than, yeah, we're kind of a 15 and 12 kind of, kind of team, and that's kind of where the Knicks are. The Knicks are the Knicks are a 48 and you know 40 type team, or a not even like like a that that's kind of who the Knicks are. And I've seen enough of them to know that okay, there's no suddenly we're going to gel and look how good we're going to get. If anything, they've gotten looser on defense and and. As the Lakers have gotten better, I mean, up until tonight, uh, in-season <laughs> tournament champion Lakers, and, hey, you see the moves they made. All right, now they're they're building better around AD and LeBron than they ever have. I look at the Knicks and I go, they're kind of stale. They're kind of stale, and they, they need something if they're going to take that next level up, that next level up go. It's time to trade a couple of pieces. I've wanted to trade Julius Randle for a year and a half, and, and they need to make that big kind of move if they're going to really become one of the top teams in the NBA. If not, this is kind of where they're going to be. A nice mid-40s win team that can win around in the playoffs, and that's it.
4: Yeah, it's tough because, I mean, you, you look at the brilliance of Brunson, and, and he was magnificent. What do you have, 19 points? I think it was 7-for-7 seven seven shooting in that third quarter. He's got 34 on the game as the, we get into the fourth quarter here. Uh, he's your star. You know, you, you, we use the term superstar too liberally, so I won't do that here. But he's a legitimate star that you you can pretty much pencil in. You know, s- his stats with some good certainty of what he's going to give you on a nightly basis. Julius Randall and R.J. Barrett, no chance in hell that the you know you can really predict uh, what you're getting. Uh, one for Randall in terms of effort, because if he's not active on the boards and, and involved early you're not getting him late right and and we talk about his his shooting here he's having a nice game 8 of 13 uh, but the variability has been too great and with barrett he's a scorer doesn't really give you a whole a whole lot in the rest of the categories so rounding you got everybody can find 20 points right we got a lot of guys it's kind of like finding that 20 home run 80 RBI guy in major league baseball we got a lot of those guys in the in the nba so trying to find where you can get consistently that second or third guy trying to find a consistent contributor off the bench. You don't want to have it spin the wheel, which guy's going to get hot off the bench on a given night. No, you like to have that sixth man uh, or seven man rotation where you know consistently you're getting some sort of offensive production off the bench, and I get it, you know, rough and tumble, Thibodeau and all that stuff, it doesn't matter. Right, that'll win you enough games just to to look good cosmetically and be on the plus side, right? If you're adding the red and green uh, to the win column, yeah, you know we're plus five hundred, so we're good. Uh, no, you're you're a mediocre squad, and unless a bunch of injuries pop up, you're not advancing in the playoffs. Yeah, it's Sorry tough. To say.
3: It's tough, man, because I you know I, I remember what the past was like, and when it was a decade plus if we can't get anything right and we're not getting in the playoffs. Okay, but now the initial excitement this is 3 years where the Knicks have said, "Okay, it's Julius Randle and it's RJ Barrett and now all right, it's, it's another year of Jalen Brunson who's great, but all right, you're you're paying a lot of guys money to be just a middle of the pack team. And yeah, you can always get hot in the playoffs and I, and and I and look, any any team can do that. I see it, but I I don't I don't just don't see where hey, here we are, we're going to be a great team. You know, it's, it's the same thing. It's Brunson's the best player, and when Julius Randle is on, the Knicks can win games. Yep. When he's off, they look awful. They get something from the bench once every couple of games out of uh, Emmanuel quickly, and sometimes R.J. Barrett has a big game. But in the end, it's like we, we, we win two, lose one, win one, lose two, win three, lose two, and, and that's kind of what it is. And if the Knicks are ever going to really be – be great they're going they need some kind of change they need some cuz they they're just kind of stuck right now they 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 just kind of gotten to a point where okay this is a it's, this is a you know, three years is forever in sports now with with a, a specific group of players to say, we're gonna try to make this work. You get you get eighteen months, you get a season and a half to say, Hey, if it's not working middle of the second season, we gotta do some things, right? We gotta do some things and move on. And that, that's kind of how I see the Knicks right now, which is too bad because hey, you know, a, a year and a half ago, remember when I first started I said, Hey, I'll be more than happy, man, to sit here and have the Knicks win and lose in the first round of the playoffs. You know what I've been through? Yeah, but okay, but now I've seen that for a little bit now. I want a little bit more.
4: No, there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's the expectations, right? It's the, what we've been watching, say with with the Dodgers and why the full court press to bring in anybody and anybody you've ever heard of anybody and everybody that you've heard of in free agency, as opposed to an anonymous guy, here or their Mets, uh, that Mm -hmm. you go and, and you, you've got to push in because at this point winning a division doesn't matter. Right. The assumption is you're playing baseball in October. It's just a question of how much are you playing deep into October uh, or early November at this point uh, to get yourself over. That That's all that matters. With the Knicks being an afterthought, no. In New York, it doesn't work. And that's a team that's actually in New York, not like the football teams. <laughs> so it, it actually has some juice when you talk about the Garden and you know, for as much as I may mock, you know, the, the greatness of Madison Square Garden when we talk about it, you know, as a sports mecca and whatever, when they are playing well in those spurts that we have seen these last couple, remember how crazy it was outside that arena? When things were going right a couple of years ago, we were in studio looking at each other going, "This is how basketball should be in big yeah. cities, yeah, right. This is what it should be all the time." And the decision to make that huge investment in Randall, I get it. It was his time, and you decided, "All right, that's our guy." Well, now you're you've got to you've got to go in a little bit harder. Uh, you got to go find another guy. You've got to go find the disgruntled superstar. And let me tell you, there are plenty of them across the NBA to go be had uh, and maybe find some new life in this new uh, in the New York Knicks. Now, you got to get along with Thibodeau and at least pretend to play defense once in a while, but that's okay. Uh, you got to get out of that sixth seed. you got to find a little more juice
3: exit how about a fresca swollen dome the jason Smith show with mike carmen brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com uh time now for mike and i to give you our upset special picks in the nfl this weekend we do it every week one and one last week, thanks to the backdoor cover by the Seattle Seahawks. Two and zero oh for me, baby. Nah. Almost got them both
4: outright. Nice, good. So why don't you kick the it damn off, man. Rams? Man, didn't nah. finish the job well, for you, me. You,
3: you had, they, they covered for it. That's all you needed them to do. That's them, all you needed them to them do.
4: Plus the Bears, yeah. they uh, they got it. Bears for yo. me. Yeah, all right, so no, kick they, it off.
3: What do you got first?
4: Winning outright. Well, we already talked about that game. I, I like Denver outright. Uh, to win that one, plus four and a half. 48 is the total. Uh, Saturday night game, you'll be watching it in between bowl games and whatever else the NBA is offering up. You know, it's the week before Christmas. You're probably finishing the tree. Maybe you're wrapping some presents. Maybe you're making the nog. I don't know. Maybe you're just drinking some nog. Either way, you're going to watch Russell Wilson and company win at Detroit.
3: Ten points is a lot of points. Eight is a lot of legs, David. Ten points is a lot of points. Give me the Jets... Getting 10 against the Dolphins. Look, the NFL is kind of up on how to slow down Miami's offense and to a tongue of right? We talked about it last week. Make him move around in the pocket because he doesn't have the arm strength to, to make plays on the run where he's got to throw to the sideline, zip it, find a guy a few yards away. That's the big thing about his arm strength. You saw it last week when the Titans were able to make him move around in the pocket. That's not what Tua likes to do. And the Jets, whatever you want to say, The Jets' defense is great. You can ask any quarterback they played this year, and I expect more of the same on Sunday. I don't expect the Jets to win, but I expect more of the same defensively, Zach Wilson will have a little bit of a better day. The Dolphins still win this game, but it's within 10 points. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they won exactly by 10 points. Can I pick that instead? I want to pick they win exactly by 10. Exactly.
4: I think you can get a special line uh,
3: for that. 10 points is a lot. I think the Jets will do enough offensively to keep it close. They know they have to go in and and do exactly what they did in the second half against the Texans. So there will be a little bit of that, and the defense will keep it close. And I'm telling you— it, maybe it's a touchdown by, by, by the Dolphins and they win this game. But 10 points, way too much at this point late in the season division game. Give me the Jets getting 10.
4: I would say this. They, the Dolphins are really banged up right now. I, th- I think you actually have an opportunity to go win this game outright, as crazy as that sounds. And then Aaron
3: Rodgers shows up in the post-game press conference. I'm back this week. Well, I'm back.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. They might let him go play a couple of reps in defense if he can snag Look, a ball with one hand dude, like he I, did in
3: practice. I got, I got news for you, man. I'll make this bold prediction. If the Jets somehow win this week, Rodgers comes back. Yeah, Because he's still sitting at, well, we can maybe – because they will probably wind up being a game out of the playoffs after this week. And it's going to be, okay, this is the week where he's going to decide, I'm ramping up and I'm coming back on Christmas Eve. Like, we'll get, it, we'll get the decision, Aaron Rodgers will play. It, it's really on this weekend. If the Jets beat the Dolphins, Rodgers comes back. If not, Rodgers isn't going to play. That's going to be it.
4: It's a Festivus miracle. All right, Tommy DeVito, plus five and a half on the road at New Orleans. Tommy Cutlets. Tommy, Tommy Cutlets. That's right. New Orleans. I'm not trusting it. I mean, there's injuries all over the place. Now Derek Carr telling everybody who'll listen how banged up he is. He actually brought out the wacky doctor's game operation to show you all the places on his body that'll light up. Taysom Hill's still banged up. Expected to go. Shaheed is back. That's all fine and good. I expect Kamara to get his, but I'm looking for Tommy Cutlets and company to go into New Orleans and steal one.
3: Chaos ensues. If 10 points was a lot, if you're giving me 13 in a division game, (laughs) I'm gonna take it. Give me the Cardinals getting 13 over the 49ers. Look, it's this is a typical letdown game. The Niners have played really well for a long period of time. This is a lot of points, man, for a home dog to get, especially Kyler Murray, who has been playing pretty well since he came back. He's gonna have his best game since he returned to the lineup. It's a lot. I mean, 13 is a lot at this point in the season, and at some point, the Niners are due for a stinker. They're due for a game where, hey – We overvalued, overestimated our, our, or whatever it is, preparation wise, and they're due for a stinker. We watched the Cowboys have one against the Cardinals earlier this year in Arizona, and I'm going to say it happens again on Sunday. It's a lot tougher than expected. The Niners still win this game, but ah, it's a little bit more of a fight. They come out a little bit flat. The Cardinals are able to put some points on the board. This is not one of those games where I'll say, hey, man, I'm taking the Cardinals, and you can stick the points. No, I want every one of those 13 points, but give me the Cardinals.
4: Yeah, I I dig that about you right there, Uh, opportunity knocks. I'm going to give you one last one. 37.5 is the total. We have a lot of high 30s across the board. Weather's going to be a factor in a bunch of games, so keep an eye on that as you set your fantasy lineups or go to lay down your wagers or uh, just for entertainment purposes, of course. Uh, Give me New England plus eight.
3: Oh, just just what Bill Belichick would do. Hey, I screwed the Patriots enough by losing early. Now I'm going to screw them out of a high draft pick to get a quarterback as I leave, as I force Bob Kraft to fire me so I can go coach someplace I tell else. You.
4: I don't think they win the game, but I, that defense is good enough to give them fits right now with the way the the ancillary receivers are playing. Jarek McKinnon will have to be a factor in this one. He was back. He scored last week. Uh, Pacheco out once again. Uh, expect Kansas City to win, but New England gives them fits, keeps it close.
3: So there it is, our upset special picks for the week in the NFL. If you miss it, Get the best of podcast. It goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download, rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Anything you miss, it is there right after the show on iTunes. Wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where it is. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next... We'll take a look at another game tomorrow that we have not gotten a chance to preview yet. And we get back into the biggest NFL story of the day. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure
1: to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Paulie Fusco here with... Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I just love Fancy Like Christmas. I love it. This is like going to be the number one song in the country this week. Is the first time I've heard this. Uh, well, it was a big song. Like I remember the years original. Ago. Yeah, yeah, fancy like was a big song, and then he decided, hey, wait a minute, I could do fancy like Christmas and make it like a whole new song and make money. So it's like straight fancy- out of Love Actually. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> You know, I just know the old one so well. That's why we're doing a new one, Bill.
4: Uh Fancy Light like came out on August second, yeah. twenty twenty one. Yeah. Two buddy. years later. Bam!
3: Yeah, buddy, here it is. <laughs> Fancy Light like Christmas. I, I just I just every time this comes out, I'm blaring it I'm, and I'm just dancing in the car going along, trying to memorize the lyrics to it. Oh, I love that song.
4: That's pretty good. I I, I kinda dig that. I have not gone deep down the rabbit hole of the new country christmas even though we've been talking about the code of many colors and everything sure going on today dolly uh getting after it uh and your girl jennifer nettles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and oh i know know you she has your rapt attention oh i
3: love you can i I listen i listen to sugarland's christmas cd all the time because i still my car has a cd thing i still has a cd player and i have the the sugarland christmas cd i listen to it all the time yeah the
4: um (laughs) You'd laugh at the holiday, holiday Holiday, music off the Harmon. Dark Mark does Christmas, so the (laughs) Lanigan Lanigan EP is about 35 minutes long. The Jethro Tull Christmas album, of course. And then Sting did, you know, because he's Sting, he did what's called Uh, If on a Winter's Night. And it's a winter song all recorded in like 14th century, you know, castles and stuff.
3: Snots running down santa's
4: beard dude they didn't quite go down <laughs> that, that level uh but the original christmas song that you know was played by my my dad my uncle growing up the end is hey santa passes that bottle will you <laughs> so there you go it's fancy like christmas see now you're gonna be dancing the rest of the night because you know who i think would dance with you Sweaky P over there.
3: Oh, I think so. I think so. I think, I pa- think you
4: could get him into that dance. I think
3: Patrick has spruce every Friday night because when Patrick produces, and I light a fire under the Knicks, look at what the Knicks do. They are smoking did, did the Suns s- right now.
4: Did you see that uh, disrespectful, dirty steal that Brunson had on your pitch? Yeah. Kids? He just took it right from him and went, <laughs> oh, that was great. He was looking to make a play, lost track of the rest of the mm-hmm. court, and Brunson sneaked in. Like he was stealing the hot apple pie off the windowsill.
3: <laughs> I'm fancy like Nick Smith. I'm fancy like like Jalen Brunson like like Megan Steals and Megan Baskets. Knicks that was must. great. Uh, One twenty nine. One twenty nine. One thirteen. The Knicks are now thumping the Suns. After I say they've plateaued, all of this, yeah, lit a fire on their asses, Mike Harmon. Now look at them. See, I could be the head coach. Look at that. No, that, well, I mean, that's it. You, you
4: talked it into existence, just saying they suck. They're yeah. a 500 team. And then they said, you know what? I want to do this. Uh, and what, what's funny is the memes are now starting with Chris Paul going, all these years, <laughs> and I finally get here, and this is what I got. <laughs>
3: this is a night where Booker and Durant have 28 apiece. Well, okay, well, that's, that's a great night. Yeah, but Jalen Brunson's got 47, nine assists. He is sixteen yeah, out of twenty-two from the flock. I told you he's a one. He's a great, great player. No one's saying the Knicks overpaid for him. He's a great. No, no, no player. that was a great
4: deal. I he's mean, what a we great said player.
3: before he even stepped foot on the court,
4: given what the going radar rate rates are for for a guy of that caliber at that position, that was a bargain.
3: I'm fancy like Jalen, making hoops and scoring 47 points on the Suns to not a fancy like the nah, Knicks. No, that
4: steal was. was the best. The
3: though. Knicks, were. yeah,
4: because Nur- he just kind of walked, <laughs> started walking towards yeah. him, yeah. and then sped up and just took yeah. his money. And then, uh, and then he gets five it to, steals on the night. Yeah.
3: Then he gives it to Julius Randle, who hangs on the rim for like 10 yeah. seconds after the dunk. I'm like, you're gonna get a technical, but it doesn't matter. That's all right. 129, 114. Look at the Knicks.
4: Look well, look he got rewarded for wanting to run with Bronson. That mm-hmm. was great.
3: I'm fancy like Jalen. Get the Knicks win. We're going to beat the Suns and we're come. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the Jason Smith show with Mike Carmen live from the tire studios. Biggest story in the NFL today, not a surprising story. Brandon Staley, GM Tom Telesco, relieved of their duties by the Los yeah. Angeles Chargers. Not a surprise after no. the Chargers allowed 42 in the first half against the Raiders yet last night, proving that hey, listen, the Chargers said we've had enough with Brandon Staley. Just we've a comedy of errors, We're done, we, man.
4: we played the uh, the We're fumble done. on the return. Fumble, uh, Fumble. That, that, that was that was the audio of all audio. So Matt Money Smith, Daniel Jeremiah on 98.7 here in Los Angeles. It's like, where's he going? Wait, what? Now the ball's out. Like, what? what is he doing? He had the sign. Like, it was like both of them. Like, if you had the video component, they were, would have been looking at each other with furrowed brow. Like, I, I can't believe what I'm watching here. <laughs> and it just got uglier from there.
3: Look, and and there's a couple of things to say about this. This has been the big story all day. Let's say, first, it's not a surprise. It's time. Right? Sometimes when a coach gets fired, it's shocking, It's there's questions. Do you give them longer? Did they Did they do that? No, it was time for this to happen because the Chargers, with talented players on the team, were not trending upward. They clearly had quit on the coach, and you were just going to have more of the same. So, yeah, you let them go before the season ends, and you spend the rest of the year trying to analyze what you need for next year. Right. So it's it was time. It, it was pretty easy to see that. But the big thing is that... All day I've heard, oh, Belichick will just jump right in there, Harbaugh <laughs> jumps right in there, and suddenly the Chargers are going to be great. No, dude, come on, man, stop for a second. This is not a great job. This is not a, hey, I'm walking right into the Chargers, and we can be great again. Austin Eckler's not 24, all right? He's almost done. Keenan Allen's, uh, you know, 33. This is this is a start over. This is this is a, we have to get draft picks, and we have to let some of our older guys go because we have tried with this core of players for a long time, and it's not worked. All you've gotten from the best years of Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, one playoff game, and they blew the huge lead to the mm-hmm. to the Jaguars last year. And you could say they've never really been the same since that game, and that's fine. But bottom line is, this is kind of where the charge has been going. Mike Williams every year, hurt, can't stay on the field. The defense, we're adding players, but they're getting older, not working. Uh, this is a this is a start over this is where we're gonna we need to move on from our our high-priced veterans or let them walk in free agency and start again and build around Justin Herbert because Herbert's not a quarterback that has a, a short shelf life he's got a long shelf life well, he's not a quarterback that's gonna gonna lose a lot when he's 33 34 35 right so you have a, a decade of Justin Herbert so now it's time to say all right this wasn't working and whatever coach comes in now Let's blow it up and start over because something else needs to go right. Whether it is a different scheme defensively, a different scheme offensively, and certainly different schemes offensively really might work because now people are going, oh, wait, maybe Dak would have been better if Kellen Moore was. a. But it's it's a blow up and start over. And for all of this, all Belichick or Harbaugh, there's no quick fix. There's no coach showing up going, okay, now we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and next year we're going to be great. No. This has been, if the Chargers were really that talented, they still would have found a way to overcome the things that, pushed Brandon Staley out. And that's the bad decisions on fourth down and and certain in-game decisions. If you're good enough and you're talented enough, you get by those. There's only a couple of times where you have to say, "Oh boy, that decision by Brandon Staley came back to really hurt the Chargers." If they were if they were really good, they would have won a few more games. It wouldn't be in this case. And what they need is they need a CEO-type head coach who can come in and say, okay, the backsliding stops here, right? When Jack Del Rio came in to coach the Raiders in 2015, 2016, 2017, second year there he had him at 12 wins. Right, and it's oh my goodness! Look how good the Raiders are. And maybe they're going to the Super Bowl. Derek Carr gets hurt, and that went out the window. But he he built and said, "Okay, we're stopping the backsliding here." And look at where the Raiders are. Then a year went by after that. Oh, we can get John Gruden, but it still worked out. Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Well, wait, what do we do? Hang on, I've won. I know what I'm doing. I'm the C. I'm a CEO, head coach. And look at where the Cowboys are. Cowboys are in a pretty good spot right now. Took them a while to figure some stuff out, took a while for Dak to ascend, but the Cowboys have been a team that won a lot of games and and all of this hey, the Cowboys underachieving, that talk has kind of gone away. And now maybe someone like Dan Quinn is the guy that that the that the Chargers bring in and say, okay, the backsliding stops and we're going to build culture from here. We're going to build a team up because the Chargers just have nothing. And you're not suddenly going to get it with some guy coming in, uh, whatever a hot shot person is, because you need a little bit more. You need to you need to tear this thing down to the studs and build it back up around Justin Herbert because Herbert's good enough. He's not the best quarterback. He's not a top five quarterback, but. Is he in the top 15? Yeah, easily. He's very comfortably in the top 15 of quarterbacks in the NFL. Periphery top 10 guy. You can win Super Bowls with guys like that. When guys are that talented, you can win. So as long as you put the guys around him, Herbert can elevate. We've seen him elevate before. But this is not one of those quick fix things. It's not an elite job. It's not, all oh, hey, sprinkle some fairy dust. No, no. This is we got to come in. We got to make sure that we tear this thing down and build it back up the right way. That's what the Chargers need to do because there's nothing right now that says, hey, add water, instant defense, instant weapons, and we're in the Super Bowl.
4: I would say this. The, the first encouraging sign is, Is that they made this move with three games left? Because the anticipation, I think, from me, from you, and and maybe, you know, as I watched the things unfold last night, I'm like, all right, this is this, they're done. All right, mentioned it earlier in the show. Got to listen to the podcast, listen to the whole show. Uh, It'll go up when we're finished here tonight, wherever you pull down your audio. Uh, And then evangelize. It's the holiday, holiday, holiday season. There is the stocking stuffer a link to the iHeartRadio app and Fox Sports Radio. But uh, just talking about when they showed Dean Spanos uh, up in the the booth at the end of the third quarter. I looked at Kerry Rhodes. I go, yeah, there's the kiss of death right there. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, how often, like as much as we see Jerry Jones and we see Robert Kraft and we see other owners where they get the, oh, there he is, you know, hey, the owner of, you know, insert Team X. Very few of those guys get on camera. They had a long look at Spanos, yeah, and yeah. he was down in the corner for a while as the play continued. Like, all right, this conversation is uh, really escalating. And I, I think as a, a squad, and, and they'd already done some of a change by paying out players as they had, not just Herbert's contract, but taking big swings with some of the veterans. And, and let's face it, some of them have been fails, and and that's why Telesco's out. Right, You had some great success, you made some great draft picks, but you also had some huge swings and misses, and Some of these guys got old fast, not to mention you still have an issue with whatever's going on in the damn trainer's room going on several years whatever whatever it is, they miss a lot of times uh, a lot of time with those stars due to injury and where you're at right now. Jason, for next year, and this is where it's not the easy fix that everybody wants it to be, is how much money you have uh tied up in that core group of players that are aging. Mike Williams can't stay on the field. Next year, $32.4 million cap hit. Keenan Allen, he's gonna miss uh, you know, he missed yesterday's game, right? He's always stats for days. He's on the books for about $35 million. Bosa, who's not available right now, he's at thirty-six million. And Khalil Mack, oh, I can't, the only thing I saw him do yesterday was put his arms up in frustration. $38.5 million for next year. 60% of their salary cap right now is tied to those guys. And they're, I want to say it was 45, 47 million or something, you know, projected over the cap as it stands without a bunch of restructures and and all of those things. So, you know, there's a lot to be done for the new GM and new coach to come in. It's not a turnkey operation. You're still in a division that, guess what? Everybody else got better. The Raiders, as much as we've mocked them, they're playing hard for Pierce. Whether he keeps the job or not, I don't know. But they have some top talent when you look at Crosby, you look at Jacobs, if Devonte Devontae Adams still there, assuming Jacobs is still there too, when healthy, um, or, you know, they find another running back, whatever the case may be, uh, you've got a couple of guys. You've got a couple of guys on the offensive line. So you they're not a, a pushover and clearly not after beating your ass uh, on Thursday night football. Denver. <laughs> They may not be great, but they've figured out uh, a formula on both sides of the ball to get back into the playoff contention. And then Kansas City, still Kansas City. So you know, even if you start moving in the right direction, you got leaps and bounds before you're you're really a contender with the roster that's assembled. And you can say, well, they lose some games close. Well, yeah, that's great. Is that all going to turn over? We've, we talk about that with the Vikings. We talk about it with some of these other teams. You know, it doesn't always go from one to the other. You're fighting. If that's the case, you know, you, yeah, you've got to change culture and find a guy who can get you a win now and again. And I'll look at the quarterback a little bit with that as well. But you got a whole institutional thing. Because Kellen Moore, is he staying around? Or does he find the door too? Or does Justin Herbert get him a stay of execution?
3: Exit a fresca. exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Carmen. I mean, the job is not what you think it is. Uh, before we find out what's trending in the wide world of sports, one controversy we will not have tonight. Following the end of the Knicks game against the Suns in which Jalen Brunson had his first 50-point game, Julius Randle makes sure to get the game ball (laughs) right after the buzzer. He held it up over his head so Jalen Brunson could see him with the ball. Brunson comes over. Julius Randle hands him the ball. Jalen Brunson has. His 50-point basketball. Yay, no controversies uh, there. Uh, But let's get more details on this game from special delivery Steve to Sager.
5: SD! There's a lot to talk about. Brunson was great, and it was a dominant fourth quarter. I'm glad you guys mentioned the veteran salaries that are due for the Chargers, not just the quarterback salary. There have been recently... Estimations of the salary cap being about 240 million per team for the next year, and the Chargers are one of about three teams that are roughly 30 million over the cap. And you're correct about the training staff. That has been something notable for a few years. They finally got a new head trainer for this year. You might recall it was the former Charger training staff that once accidentally injected their own quarterback yeah. into his lung right before a game. And then you hear, Herbert, you're in. And that's how his career started with the Chargers. Well, speaking of the good fourth quarter, as I did with the Knicks, the final score at Phoenix was 139-122. Knicks outscored him by 19 in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brunson with not just a 50-point game, first player in NBA history to have all this in one game, at least 50 points, five rebounds, five assists, five steals, and five made threes. In fact, he was nine of nine from long distance in this contest nine assists, just two turnovers in a 50-point game. And for the Suns, starter Bradley Beal left early with an ankle injury. San Antonio had lost 18 games in a row, but led by 25 early against the Lakers, beat L.A. 129-115. Devin Vassell, 36 points. L.A.'s Anthony Davis was out with hip and ankle injuries tonight. Boston is now 13-0 at home after beating Orlando 128-111. Kristaps Porzingis of the Celtics was out with calf tightness. Victories for Houston, which has won five straight, and Atlanta, which had lost five in a row. Wins for New Orleans and Washington, which was three and twenty, but got a home win over Indiana, one thirty-seven to one twenty-three. Kyle Kuzma, thirty-one points. Philadelphia has won five straight, seventeen and seven overall. After ripping Detroit, one twenty-four ninety-two. Joel Embiid, thirty-five points in under thirty minutes. And today, Philly gave GM Daryl Morey an extension through twenty twenty-eight. The Detroit Pistons, who lost so badly in Philly tonight, Pistons have lost 22 games in a row. In college hoops, in Seattle, number five Connecticut beat number ten rank Gonzaga, 76-63. UConn, 10 and one. NHL's late game just went final with Buffalo winning at Vegas, six three. At Arizona, home team was a one nothing winner over San Jose. Rangers veteran pitcher Max Scherzer had back surgery. He expects to return in the summer. Former Tampa Bay pitcher Tyler Glasnow reportedly agreed to a five-year deal with the Dodgers, including an option that could be official tomorrow. He's an L.A. native. Kansas City signed pitcher Michael Walker and outfielder Hunter Renfro. Atlanta acquired D.H. Matt Carpenter from the Padres, now Atlanta's due to trade him. Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers is transferring to Washington for his final season. Houston Texans young quarterback C.J. Stroud is doubtful for Sunday at Tennessee. He's still in concussion protocol and missed practice all week. And yes, the Chargers fired head coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco. Telesco was in his 11th year there. The Chargers in the past decade have one playoff win. And one of the Dodger beat writers has passed along tonight that Yasiel Puig hit two home runs tonight in Venezuela playing in that league. He has six home runs in 16 games playing for the third-place team there. He hasn't played in the major leagues for four years since he was with Cincinnati and Cleveland. But a Yasiel Puig update tonight with two long balls. Back to you. Hey, I
3: can come back! A super team might come back! You got room for me! I'm ready! I'm ready! Uh, thank you, Steve. Uh. There
5: will be no headaches whatsoever.
3: Ah! <laughs> zero coming up next boy i'll tell you we like hot takes every now and again oh yeah one hot take about an nfl game tomorrow needs to just stop that's next right here jason and mike fox
1: be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike harman weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app
3: Terms and conditions apply. Last Christmas, the Knicks were real bad, but Jalen Brunson scored 50, and we beat the Suns. Now we'll win the rest of the year. I'll see you in the NBA Finals.
4: Wait, wait, Bet- hold on. What? What? We just went from you're going to be 500, and be happy, and suddenly Jalen Bronson. Yes. Bronson, I called him Charles Bronson. You did. Uh, like he's swinging like Charles Bronson. Like you have a death wish, TJ. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking over. Oh,
3: Come on now. Yes, Mike, it's Christmas. It's time for it's miracles. Mike, Come, Mike. On. Come on. What do you mean? It's time for miracles. Theo, it's Christmas. Uh, yeah, we'll have more on this game coming up in a few minutes because there is some great fun drama following the Knicks explosion. And Jalen Brunson's first 50 point game as he goes for 50 over the Suns. But look, we're talking about the games tomorrow mm-hmm. in the NFL. And this one hot take that I really don't like, that I want to go away is oh, Mike Tomlin's had it in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin's had it. He's done. Look at this. Needs to go. Somebody else needs to come in. Um, hang on a second. Yeah, is tomorrow the all right? Is the game against the Colts? Does it look great on paper? No, it doesn't. But you still have two seven and six teams that have playoff. Look, every team tomorrow playing tomorrow is over five hundred. We have a really good three game slate. But this whole Mike Tomlin must go. I mean. Uh, Everybody should appreciate the Steelers just even being in playoff contention this year is an achievement because you still have problems with players. George Pickens is a problem that Mike Tomlin's dealing with, just like he dealt with Le'Veon Bell, like he dealt with Antonio Brown, like he dealt with Ben Roethlisberger. And still look at where they are, especially with no quarterback. Okay, because Kenny Pickett, I've told you, when he's healthy, he stinks. All right, he's Zach Wilson. His stats and numbers and everything he's done this year are indistinguishable from Zach Wilson. Kenny Pickett, before he he threw one touchdown in the last six weeks. All right, just because the Steelers have a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter doesn't mean Kenny Pickett is good. You can't tell me the Steelers can go into next year going, okay, here's we got to fix everything. Kenny Pickett will take that next leap in year three. Just think about that for a second. If this can the Steelers go. Going to next year, saying Kenny Pickett's our guy? Of course not. You need something else at quarterback. And yet again, I know he's hurt. I know he's not playing. But up until a couple weeks ago, Kenny Pickett was not good, and he was still being defended by the Steelers and Steelers fans. Kenny, Kenny, no, Kenny Pickett is not good, and you need to move on. And it's an achievement that with the lack of quarterback play you're getting this year, you are still above five hundred and in the playoff chase.
4: No, I appreciate that. No question about it. It's it's more. Uh, I think it's more a thought process right and and just a think piece kind of thing when it comes to mike tomlin because you're still winning right we talked with jay glazer about this last week a little bit and it's the all right you're winning and you're consistently playing meaningful football in december guess what though that hasn't translated to anything in january for a decade so at some point you're just butting your head against the ceiling aren't you and just wishing, wanting, hoping that suddenly something's going to change. So, yeah, it's always the what are you going to find that's better? But for the Steelers, you're kind of in a part uh, in, in that process of, well, how do we get over again? Is this good enough to get over the decision making, the thought process uh, at all? I mean, I keep seeing people trying to trade Tomlin to the Chargers for Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell are we doing Ah! <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I know that. Who am I going a coach? Well, he just uh, went I, back the other way. Yeah, Wait, yeah.
3: what? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You got to get somebody else. Oh, don't worry. You got we'll, Easton we'll, Stick. We'll give you Kenny Pickett back in the trade. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, oh, forget it, man. Look, the Steelers are overachieving. This is not Tom, and you had no quarterback. Have a quarterback, things are different, right? Get that, that that's what it's about in the league. Exit out by fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We could be seeing the NFL Coach of the Year in action tomorrow, plus more on the big goings-on tonight in the NBA. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike Fox.
0: Get
1: Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight ninety seven at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.